1: Hey, it's your boy Toffee, a.k.a. Street Fancy. I just jumped off the porch with Dirty glove Bastards. Alright,
2: hey, hey. today we got my boy Taffy hopping off the porch with us today.
1: What it is, what it ain't, you know what I'm saying? Ben jumped off the porch. For sure. Now we back on the porch, you know what I'm
2: saying? <laughs> yeah. What you down here in Atlanta working on?
1: Oh, uh, you know. Promo, you know, uh, interviews um, for Street Clarity. Let me say, I got Street Clarity. Um, and hitting the clubs, getting the music heard, letting the whole Atlanta
2: know that a nigga from Miami bought direct shop. you feel me? For sure that. How does it compare working in Atlanta versus working back home in North Miami? Um, it's different.
1: You know, a, a lot of people, like, here, like, they more, like, turned up, like, to my shit. Than, you know, people they 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 fuck with me back home too, but it's like a different energy out here. Like they really like, nah, it is hard. Like they stopping me everywhere I'm at type stuff. But that's how it is. Where people don't where you where you go places where people don't know you at. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I feel that. What's life like back in North Miami for those who don't know? Um, oh, serious ZO Nation.
1: Like number ZOs around there, man. ZOs and you know you got some Spanish, you know some Chicos, but um. It's really like a, a Haitian community, you know what I'm saying? We, we got to get money, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You know? You ain't gonna go into the detail, but... Oh, don't do that. Yeah, niggas, yeah, niggas foreign in Miami. Yeah. yeah.
2: How would you describe your childhood coming up in such a close-knit community with so many others just like yourself?
1: Um, you know, you, sometimes you become a product of your environment. You just gotta branch off and do your own thing, you know? You ain't gotta do the same exact thing as everybody else. Just branch off do your own thing and you know see where where it's gonna take you at
2: sure but, when would you say you jumped off the porch
1: uh i jumped off the porch like what Shit, i was like 13 12 13 12, 13 yeah 13 i already jumped off the porch yeah
2: when would you say you experienced life for what it is and figuring out what it was on your own
1: i'm still experiencing life yeah yeah you, you ain't never gonna Experience everything. When I think, when I be thinking, I seen it all. Hell no, boy. It be more. It be more. It be more stuff that's gonna shock you or be like, damn, like. You feel me? I'm still experiencing life. This shit crazy. <laughs> hell yeah.
2: What would you say is the biggest obstacle you had to overcome this far, or the biggest life lesson you learned?
1: Shit, going to prison. That's the biggest obstacle, especially how I went to prison. You know. My, my first time getting put in handcuffs, I got seven years. No background, nothing, just off a nigga telling. That's a, that's a, that was another life experience. But you know, I overcame that obstacle though. See where I'm at. You know, as soon as I got out, I hit the ground running. I ain't played. Seven years, that's a long time. Seven years is a long time. Especially for somebody that had never been in jail before. Yeah. For sure. So, what did you
2: learn during your time away?
1: I read up on stuff and, you know, I, I meditated, prayed, understood life a little better, started writing, became a rapper. You know, now it's benefiting me. Like, you know, I but I have my A, B's and Cs, you know what I'm saying? Rap was the top, then I have my B, then I have my C just in case, you know, I ain't gonna sell myself short now.
2: What game would you give a young nigga or anybody for that matter that can learn from your situation?
1: Um, but game. Having too much friends is never a good thing. My mom used to tell me that. My old girl used to tell me that when I was a jit. Like, you like friends too much. But I never was the type of nigga that hang in big cliques. Like, I don't like hanging in big groups of niggas. I don't really care for hanging around niggas all day long and all that shit. I'm a, I'm a I'm a loner. Like I'm an introvert. I'm I'm fine alone. But friends is your worst. Sometimes your worse is like. Not all friends, but like having allowing just people to just be, be be you know, get close to you, that shouldn't be good, bro, And and you know, you gotta learn how to you gotta learn how to like not let certain things get to you. Like, you know how you when you're in school and motherfuckers just be fucking with you like, oh, I bet you won't go. I want bitch you will not gonna push him or, yeah. or I bitch you will not gonna try him shit like that and then everybody dang you do it and you gonna do some dumb shit now you didn't get your, got yourself caught up in some shit like
2: no crashed uh, out yeah
1: don't be no crash dummy you gotta have your own mind bro you gotta know how to not to listen to that you know what I'm saying don't, don't let that shit bother you like you know what type of person you is if you ain't built for that you ain't built for that ain't nothing wrong with that just be honest with you when you honest with yourself nobody can't not help but to respect you. If you know you ain't no fighter, you ain't know you ain't no shooter. You don't gotta be that. You be yourself. I got homeboys that's not into that. And I'd rather be around them niggas than niggas that's, that's pump faking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, real shit. When would you say you
2: started making music? I started writing in jail. You remember like the first rap you ever came up with? The first song I wrote? It was...
1: Um, I think something called like, Real Life. Some shit like that, but... Every song I wrote in there, I never used since like when I got out. I wrote like over 300 songs. I ain't never used
2: none that one. Nah, none of them? Nah. Crazy. I ain't used none of them. So what was your first studio session like back at home once you were free? Oh, yeah. Nah, see, that was different.
1: For me to learn how to rap on a beat. Yeah. That was yeah. I had to get used to my hearing my voice. I ain't. I hated hearing my voice. I hated how that shit sound.
2: Cause in jail you wasn't beatboxing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, feel, yeah right. Bro, I hated that
1: shit, boy. I hated hearing myself. I hated it. Like it hurt my nerves, bro. And I started asking other engineers and doing like, dog, am I tripping?" Like they're like, "Nah. Every rapper go through the same thing. Like they only, Nobody likes hearing their their voice at first. And I started swagging my shit more than I I could take. I could you know tolerate it type of shit. But after that. I had a niche
2: what motivated you to start taking it
1: serious that, that's just me anything i'm gonna put my time into i'm gonna take it serious i don't believe in wasting time like just to waste time this this especially rapping effort money that's why I, I can't i don't understand people when you going to the studio all the time you rapping and you just saying oh i'm just doing it as a hobby i don't want to take it serious i mean unless you got money to blow but most of these niggas that be doing that, they don't be rich. They don't be happy. That shit take money and time. Like I ain't finna to play with that. For sure, that. That's money I could have put in something else if I ain't want to become a rapper. You feel me? They ain't no telling you gonna get that money back.
2: Nah, that's real. Yeah. Who would you list as some of your musical influences?
1: Um, back in the day, I, I was definitely a Wayne head. Like I used to listen to Will Wayne a lot, bro. That's him, like Jay Z and you know DMX, Ross, Ti jeezy like them type of you know
2: real hip-hop heavyweights yeah like
1: you know me growing us was growing, you know growing up and as a kid that's now it's different you know I, I got a lot of uh the guys that's out now like the future meek or Lil baby gunner like all you know i follow this shit too Dolph, baby you feel me i followed all these shit too
2: speaking on one of your musical influences you actually have a record with rick ross and bobby fiscale on your new project street clarity yeah talk to us about how that record came together
1: benny Honda, that was one of them uh my dog loaded up carl he made that he made that beat he sent it to me he said this is you right here and i was like oh yeah this me and i wrote the hook wrote the verse i hit sam sneak up dj sam sneak i was like yo i need ross on it on the song He was like man send me your best record i said i got one for him already i sent it and then the next day, Ross sent the verse back. He was like, Yeah, that's hard. Like, but that Beanie Honda, that's like, I, I heard Ross on it, you feel me? And so I was like, And then I'm Bobby, that's my dog, you feel me? I fought with Bobby. Threw Bobby on there, he was talking that shit. So I threw him on there. But that's one of them, that's one of them, them shits where like you could bump anywhere. As soon as you wake up in the car, gym, club, all that.
2: Not to mention, Street Clarity is a DJ drama against the Grizzles. Host a project like you bringing that real mixtape, girthy sound back.
1: Bitch. Yeah, I, I was dying to do that. Yeah, because it was quiet for a minute. I wanted to wake some shit up. Like, yeah, that's 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 the type of shit I be on. Like I want to wake some shit up. Like they're not gonna this, how I'm coming is not like it's like how real music was like before like what back in but before what 2012 how real yeah. music was and still a little bit of new school. At the same time, you feel me. So, you um, when I did it, I thought about drama. Like I was trying to get in touch with him. I was like, I gotta do this because all the dedication mixtapes, Lil Wayne, I used to love him the most.
2: Yeah, thousand. was- I neat. came up off them shits my damn self. No, Kizzy. That's hard. Right. How did you link up with Drum? Um, I got in contact with him
1: through my uh, my manager, Dizzy, that guy's- uh, We got- he had, he had- he was cool with him already. So I was like, man, hit that boy up, man. And then we chopped it up from there. He was like, shit, he down. That's hard. I sent him the songs. He was like, yo, these songs hard.
2: And then we just added some more songs on there. You feel me? That's real pleasure. Uh, Talk to us about Break the Bank featuring Meek Mill. Oh, Break the Bank. That was a record.
0: Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data. Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com slash internet for details.
1: Yeah, me and Meek did. It wasn't even planned for this project. It's planned for it, like really, really his shit. And then just like Benny Hanna. Benny Hanna was supposed to be like an album song. We just, man, we like, you know what, man? It's a drama tape. Like, niggas ain't do drama in a minute, man. Fuck it. Just throw the song on there. Gave me that song. Throw it on there. <clears throat> yeah, that, that break the bank. One of them club joints. Shiz-
2: How proud of yourself are you to put together such a well-detailed project and a well-received project?
1: Oh yeah, I'm, I'm most definitely satisfied. Like, I'm, I'm hard on myself. So I'm most definitely satisfied. Like, it be, that be it, though. Like, you don't want to come out regular, like, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you're building. Like, you don't want to build and then flop, like, disappoint, you feel me? i was like, yeah, this shit gotta go. This shit too If If I like listening to it myself, I know it's hard. Cause I don't listen to my own music like that. But I, I, this tape was probably the most tape. I, it's the only tape out of all my tapes I played the most. Like jamming to myself on my own time. So you knew. Yeah, like I knew this is this it.
2: Show that. What's the biggest sacrifice you feel you had to make for your career this far?
1: The biggest sacrifice? The biggest sacrifice I had to make for this shit was shit doing the time. That was a big sacrifice. The time of my life. But I didn't know, before I did the time, I was going to be a rapper, though. I never had that in my plans, but that was the sacrifice. Not that I understand it, that was the sacrifice. Miami got a lot of talented people. Like, it's a lot, it's a lot of talent in Miami. Like, it's, it's, it's too much. Like, it's, a, it, man, you'd be surprised how much sauce, like, how much sauce is down there in Miami. Like, niggas be hearing and then niggas be taking this because it just, everybody's structure got to be better. You know, structuring egos, like, a lot of people down there got egos. Cause we kind of spoiled down in Miami, you feel me? Everybody's, like, niggas, everybody's touching some type of money. They doing their own thing, so everybody feel like they're boss. The support system, not that strong, you feel me? But, if it was strong, trust me, Miami would be a problem, bro. There's a lot of talent in Miami, like, a lot of talent.
2: Would you say the artists are supportive of one another?
1: Not, not mean, not really. Like it's coming together now, though. Like, but if it was been like that, man, nobody wouldn't be able to take it from us. The sounds we come up with is is different.
2: For sure, that. How did you come in contact with Meek Mill and end up signing the Dream Chasers, man?
1: Um, shit. Uh, my homeboy DJ e Money, he um, he uh let me uh, Meek hear my music one day just before he got locked up, and then um. He was like, man, he came back, E-Money came back to me. He was like, man, Me, fuck with your shit hard. Like, I'm like, alright, it's cool. I'm thinking it's like, he, he probably heard this, like, it's cool. Like, he's like, nah, yo, she fucking with your shit hard. Then he got locked up, got out. And he told Zoe and EMoney like, yo, I wanna to meet Topi personally. We met up on the water, on the skis and the yacht and shit. And then he rapped my whole song in my face. He's like, yo, I'm trying to sign you. Like, I was like, shit, for sure. Nigga rapped the whole
2: song. I was like, damn that's hard what was that moment like for you knowing you just faced so many years like, yourself you know what i mean i was like damn this nigga just rapped my whole song my homeboys can't even do that yeah i was like fuck what made you be like all right look i'm gonna fuck with me man
1: yeah i mean it was it was right because it's like he don't really be on the goofy shit you know what i'm saying like this game was turning like that's that was my biggest fear i'm watching the game turn into like like, a whole bunch of gimmicks and goofball shit. That ain't my stilo. I can't even act that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, even play like that. You know what I'm saying? I can't even act like that. So it's like, me going fucking with somebody that's on that same type of time, it's a mutual understanding. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to let my work speak for itself, not that gimmick shit.
2: For sure that. What else you working on at the moment?
1: I'm working on my album to drop this year. That's hard. Yeah, and I'm working on more videos for the tape. That's all.
2: You got the title for the album?
1: Not yet. I have one, but I'm changing it. I'm finna change it. Sure. The album's gonna be crazy, though. It's gonna be harder than the last take, yeah. Any features producers? Features, I don't know about yet. I've I been working on the album. I didn't that's, I recorded probably over 80 songs for the album. That's hard. Oh, yeah. You
2: stay working, dog.
1: Yeah, yeah I dropped Seven, eight mixtapes in two years.
2: What keeps you so consistent and motivated?
1: Where I'm from. It's not easy to make it where I'm from, it's not easy at all. Like, we got all the shit, we got, the, you know, the, the, the lifestyle and all that shit, but it's hard to make it from Miami, bro. it's like, it's like, it's like hard, like how to, it's hard to, for the Dolphins to win the championship, it's, it's hard to make it out of Miami, with the music, on the music scene, it's hard. So the fact that I got signed is like a blessing, bro. Yeah. I really worked my ass off, yeah. yeah, like two and a half years, 40 videos
2: stop playing with that man
1: yeah like yeah i ain't i ain't come to play
2: if it's one thing or one message you could leave from your music what would it be
1: um ain't no excuse because yeah in the last four five years i done i don't lived through the ups and downs i don't live probably five people lives in the last four five years like People, the, the skin I got, boy, not anybody could just jump in my skin and handle all the shit I've been through, like, so it's like, it's, and then people say that shit, it's like, ain't no excuse, it's no excuse. Show sure that. People tell me that, though. I was like, man, I read your story, read your background, Like that your first interviews, bro, you motivated me, ain't no excuse, I gotta, these random people don't even know me. I'm
2: saying, like, niggas with your story damn near, like, goaded, you know what I'm saying, y'all almost immortal, like, y'all got all the lives. There's no excuse. Yeah. I done didn't. And, and it's not like I wasn't born with no silver spoon.
1: Yeah. I, I ain't have nothing handed to me. I Got out and just like everybody else was struggling, on the bus, walking, hot sun, all that, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, my boy
1: said he ain't have it easy. Yeah, I ain't have it easy. I just grinded. it. The year later, I'm in a big foreign, like, yeah. <laughs> How was it being locked up with Fat Joe? Fat Joe, that's my dog, Fat Joe family. Um, he was cool. Like, my first time meeting him, he was solid. He's solid. He extra solid. Even in jail. Yeah, even oh. in jail, he like his 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 spirit is just is hot. Like he ain't, he ain't let nothing. He cool as hell. He ain't scary. None of that. Like you a real nigga. I fought with Fat Joe like for for. you a real solid nigga, bro.
2: What's some of the words of wisdom he gave you behind that wall?
1: <clears throat> it's not it's not really about words and wisdom. I just listen to people talk. Like, sometimes you listen to them talk, especially you listen to them talking up. And if they real nigga, you're going to catch some shit. You're going to catch some shit. So I listen to him talk. He tell me, like, what to watch out for in the industry and what the industry consists of. As long as you mind your own business, like, you know what I'm saying? Watch who you deal with, stuff like that. Everybody know the industry fake. But you carry yourself a certain way, you don't really get caught up in too much. But, yeah, I took heed to all that.
2: For sure. And it makes sense. For sure. Any last words and shout outs? Um, well, that Street Clarity
1: is pumping through Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? And, and everybody's saying Philly, New York, everybody's saying the same thing. But it's taped serious. But I'm just letting niggas know, like, this top of the year. Pun you down. Yeah, it's tough for you. No, I ain't much boasting. You're going to see what I'm talking about. For sure, that Yeah, you're going to see. This shit, it getting too easy now. For sure. Yeah.
0: Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet.
2: And now a word from our sponsor, IBM. Today, people expect government services to be just a click away, putting pressure on federal agencies to keep up enter IBM. With decades of government experience, IBM can help transform how work gets done through data, AI, and intelligent automation. And now with IBM's acquisition of Octo, that digital transformation expertise goes even deeper. Let's create new ways for government to do business. Learn how at ibm.com government. IBM, let's create. Hey everyone, my name is Odessa and you are in tune to Reasonings with Odessa. Now, if you are looking for something that is going to give you all access to Caribbean and African pop culture, this podcast is for you. Reasonings with Odessa is brought to you exclusively by Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip hop
0: and powered by creators.